0: Welcome once again, my dear friends, to the last of our squiggly at CAF Filmmaker Q&A Brunch Recording Podcast Minnesota Things. If you've not been keeping up, we're putting out our chats with the attending filmmakers at the first Cardiff Animation Festival, which wrapped up about a week ago after a tremendously successful few days of animation wonderment. We all had a blast. Rest assured, if you weren't there, you definitely missed out. Not only that, we are all talking about you behind your back. In this last episode, we'll be hearing from Sophie Dutton and Jake Harvey, a writer and animator duo who were at the festival with their micro short Lost, produced entirely over a weekend, and it won the Show Me the Animation short film Annie Jam last year. Anna Eisbautz from the Netherlands was also there with her much applauded film Hate for Sale, a stop-motion visualisation of a specially commissioned Neil Gaiman poem about the world we currently live in. And Indian director Somnath Pal was there with his similarly well-received film Death of a Father, a short film based on the aftermath of a life lost.
1: Hello, uh, I'm Somnath. I made this film called Death of a Father, uh, and I'm from India.
2: Hi, I'm Anna Isbouds. I made Hate for Sale, and I'm from the
3: Netherlands. Hi, I'm Jake. I co-created Lost, which is on in the kids' programme today.
4: I'm Sophie, and I co-created Lost with Jake.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you worked on this one together. Do you often work together? like as a?
4: Well, we've been meaning to for ages, because I'm a writer. I don't know how to animate at all, whereas Jake is all about the animation. And, yes. and mm-hmm. So we were thinking it would be a pretty good team yeah um but yeah so we've had so many ideas for working together but never actually got gotten around to it um so this film last we made for um the anna jam competition which is a 48 hour filmmaking competition so they give you a theme at the very beginning and then you have to run back to wherever you're animating it um, and write it, storyboard it, animate it, it finish it, everything um, in a weekend, essentially. So um, that's what we did. And I think having that deadline on it really helped us kind of get moving and get going on making something, so that was kind of nice to force us into creating.
0: (laughs) So they just give you the theme, but they don't actually kind of furnish you with the the kit to get it done? No, nothing. So everyone,
4: yeah, we all kind of convened in um, a little office in Bristol, um, and then it was literally like, jump in the car, jump on the train, get back to wherever you're going, and um, yeah, and then start (laughs) as soon as you can.
0: So from a writer's perspective then, do you just have this word to work with and then you go from there like how long did it take to actually kind of get that idea kind of fleshed out from her?
4: So we kind of had a rough plan didn't we of getting the story nailed down by the end of well cuz it was halfway between it was so it's 12 a 12 p.m. on Friday to 12 p.m. on Sunday so we thought okay by Friday night we want to have the story nailed down um Saturday um get the bulk of all the animation stuff done and then Sunday would just be like, oh, we thought, oh, it would be so nice and relaxing, like we put the post-production on it, all the sounds, we'll have loads of time but it didn't work out like that <laughs> No um, I accidentally scheduled it for the same weekend I had a friend's wedding so all of Saturday I was away <laughs> and skyping Jake and writing stuff on post-its and sending back and forth um, and we just did not sleep, did we? I got back from the wedding and <laughs> we just stayed
3: it's up like It's
4: <laughs> it like 36 consecutive hours I was yeah. awake from
3: <laughs> I don't know. So, like, we've had ideas before, but we've never... Because, like, obviously working full-time, and it's just finding the time to really commit and go for the idea. Mm-hmm. So 48 hours is a nice... Although it doesn't sound nice, it's like... Um, it's Because like, you just have to make decisions, and you just yeah. have to go with it. Yeah. So it's just a nice way to get something made, and, yeah. you know, just, yeah, have something that's kind of pushing you to commit to a decision, which was uh, which was nice, like, mm-hmm. kind of refreshing, instead of having endless amount of time to sit on an idea and not, you know, be a bit sort
0: of nervous to step forward. Yeah. 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 And the design style then, was that all kind of done from scratch once you... Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 uh,
4: We looked at um, the children's book King Baby by Kate Beaton (laughs) as the inspiration for the little baby in it. Yeah. Um, We just really like simple, cute style. Yeah. Yeah. Just
3: going for sort of like big shapes and like the bear Mm. is quite like a big shape. Mm -hmm. Uh, So is the baby... Um, yeah, just simplicity really, just yeah. to get it done in 40 hours, So like, oh, yeah. the time is, is, all in, is all influencing like, oh this could be a nice design but can we actually do it? Can we actually move it? Can we actually get it finished? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's just simplicity as much as possible really. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And for all the, the lost sleep, it did have a happy ending as <laughs> <laughs> <It did>, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've done it a few times and I feel like people are very quick to just kill characters or just no. like have a really bad ending because it's an easy way to be like... It's like an easy laugh. Like, yeah, yeah, an easy laugh. Yeah. Like this. Um, so we kind of wanted to go the nice route instead of... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was just ding, ding, ding. trying
4: to draw out because the theme that we got was lost. Um, <laughs> and I'm just trying to draw out a nice story from that theme. So um, what was lost at the beginning of our film becomes found and becomes yeah. a little family by the end of it. So um, yeah, we were just trying to put a nice rounded message on the theme itself.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And it won the Alley Jam, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, we were really lucky. Yeah,
4: we yeah. had. Um, it was a vote for so the several teams doing this Anna Jam all together, um, and they were all so good. So I don't know how people chose, but um, yeah, we were really lucky. And
0: excellent one. Well, um, would you make a film like this again? Do you think? <laughs>
4: Oh, (laughs) I feel like I'm still catching up on sleep from the last one. (laughs) But yeah, it was such a good challenge. I love having those parameters of right by the end of this weekend, we're going to have a whole new film to our name. So that was a cool feeling. So maybe,
3: maybe. I think midway through (laughs) you regret, it but when you finished it, or I don't know if it's just sleep deprivation, Mm. or you know, be you actually like, I'm glad I did this. Yeah, no, it's good. good. Yeah, Yeah. excellent.
0: Well, thanks very much. Thank Thank you. So Anna, um, you're from okay. Hate for Sale, and this film has actually already gotten quite a bit of like t- traction online and visibility and stuff like that, which is kind of nice. I think it would sort of be nice to talk about that in a bit. Uh, but I guess, again, like it would be good to sort of talk about why you decided to take on this particular poem, I guess, and uh, where the, what the impetus was, I guess, to get going on it.
2: It started with a project called The Visible Poetry Project. Mm-hmm which um, is, was new, a new platform at the time. Uh, April is National Poetry Month in the States, and they wanted a uh, poem released with an animation every day of the month. And they asked me to, uh, to be one of those animators, filmmakers, to do one of those. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I've been spending way too much time lecturing and teaching, which is also great, but... I really felt like, after a good few years of build up, I needed to make a new short film, and this had a very painfully tight deadline, although not nearly as painfully tight <laughs> as yours and uh, I was like okay great it 's got a deadline it 's got you know this working together with a poet and this aspect that I really like um, and uh, I have this amazing friend, Neil Gaiman, and I asked him to write me a poem, and he did. So um, it was all very, like, I was obviously extremely lucky that Neil wrote such an amazing poem Mm. and then just sort of had two months while teaching full time to animate it, and it was madness, but it made it a day after the deadline because some family stuff came up, but it did make it in the
0: end. So, so the poem then wasn't actually didn't pre-exist. It was, was no, it the, the poem for the was film.
2: written for the film. Gotcha.
0: Cool. So you've got that really striking sort of main design for the salesman, I guess. And thank you. Was there any kind of, I guess, notes on or collaboration with Neil as far as how it would look, or it was all down to your kind of interpretation?
2: No, he. I think Neil knew my work. But this is very different from the stuff that I'd done before. Again, there'd been five years between this film and the one that I'd made before. And I sort of like, from the poem, I kind of got this, this whole antagonistic protagonist thing that I really enjoy, like uh, where you kind of want to be the bad guy in a movie. And so I instantly sort of gravitated towards David Bowie in Labyrinth and uh, Joel Grey in Cabaret. And those two characters kind of became this guy. And I think also a lot of the the Russian colours came into the design of propaganda and red, white and black and sort of like going with all of those pre-existing things in design that you can then use in a film.
0: So as I mentioned, like, it's gotten quite a lot of visibility online and some quite notable like online picks and accolades and things like that. Have you found that's had a well? I guess it would probably have to have had a positive effect on the film. But yes. <laughs> has it uh, in terms of the I guess uh, larger audience that exposes you to, given that it's kind of a lofty issue? Was there any sort of like downside to that? Do you ever get any sort of idiots sort of weighing in on?
2: No, I'm still waiting for someone to tell me they really hate it, <laughs> and why. Uh, no, so far it's all been really positive and it's also uh, led to collaborating or possible collaborations with some uh, human rights organisations and stuff that's going on. So actually like this whole, sometimes as a filmmaker, I almost feel, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, I feel very self-indulgent also working on on a film about, you know, my own little life and it's like, yeah, but there's all this stuff going on which is like, I want to say things about that, and I want people to, I mean, not that my opinion really matters, but still, I somehow feel like this is a time to use art. And uh, Hate for still kind of allowed me to do that and allowed me to uh, then get in touch with people who want me to do that for them. So that's is the, the,
0: the great thing about being animators, you do have this amazing sort of toolkit Yes. to express these things, these concepts and issues and things like that. I think there's been a lot of stuff that's really kind of used animation to get the word out or sort of get sort of a feeling out in a way that's harder to do maybe with live action or doesn't quite have the same resonance. I think that animation just generally, like if you have that at your disposal, I think that's a good impulse to sort of use it for that.
2: I fully agree. Um, yeah, I think the language of animation can be... As abstract or as precise as you want it to be, and people can illustrate quite difficult and complex situations in really simplified ways and still allow that there to be an emotional understanding in that, if that makes any sense. God, I'm just sort of rehashing what you just said, but less well. (laughs) You said it better.
0: Is Visible Poetry, is that ongoing or was that like a one-off thing? Or? No,
2: they, they did it again this year, they're yeah. doing it now. Okay. Uh, so every day this month there is a film yeah, coming brilliant.
0: out. Excellent.
2: So check it out, Visible Poetry Project. Okay. Uh,
0: Good to know. It's,
2: it's really, yeah, I would recommend it.
0: Well, congratulations, thanks very much. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Uh, so it's on the death of a father. Uh, this is another film I noticed that has quite a lot of um, uh, positive online response obvious thing that kind of strikes me about it, it does seem pretty personal. Is that the case? Yes, it is based on personal observations. Uh,
1: yeah, I lost my father a while back and uh, the experience was, was not uh, the kind I would have expected. Like Generally you can, like you are hoping a moment of catharsis at some point of time or the other but you don't get it, you are deprived yeah. of it because you are busy with all banal rituals or something yeah. or the other that needs to be done and that kind of stayed with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I got a chance to uh, make a film, I, I thought, yeah, I pitched the idea to my collaborator friend who's also the producer and the creative director on the film, Chaitanya. Mm-hmm. So I, I pitched that and he liked the idea as well. So that's how it got
0: done.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so again, the, with your personal like, history as far as being an animator, where, what was your kind of path to what you do now? Oh so
1: funnily in India like um, animation is still trying to it it originated like as as uh, like the first experiments were done as uh, uh, like way back in the 1920s -hmm. yeah so you you do expect that you know it could have caught on Mm -hmm. but it hasn't and uh, there isn't much independent content that is coming out so uh, right after graduation I I didn't do much of animation, like I was a part of an animation production process for like a couple of years, but then again this friend of mine was doing a film uh, called Court and uh, I went into the production design bit of it, so I was into live action for a while and uh, I decided to come back to animation because, you know, your old girlfriend that you, you know, yeah, that's the, (laughs) yeah,
0: I love you more. So yeah, so that kind of independent short filmmaking, I guess, is, is more of a rarity over there. I mean, do you consider it an independent film, or do it have a kind of funding or backing?
1: It, it, it did have a funding, but uh, as in, it is an independent film in the sense that we did not really go to a studio. You know, when you have been out of the industry for a while, you have this stupid tenacity to believe that you'll pull off a film all by yourself. No. yeah so I said oh I'll do it all by myself and then halfway realized okay I can't do it and I, I find myself writing emails to all my friends if they can pitch in and help me out with it so yeah so they came in and uh, they, they weren't and I couldn't afford them because the budget wasn't like yeah it was good but I I really hadn't planned a budget for like a production house sort of a thing. So, mm. but they came in, they helped me off and on sort of a thing. So it worked out. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool.
0: So yeah, it's, so it's gotten a pretty strong response online. Something you can sort of see in the the responses and the comments and stuff that it actually does kind of resonate with people and you know affect people in a way. Is that quite gratifying to see like the audience response to it? Yes,
1: it is. It is. Finally, I, I, was, I wasn't sure of that, because even in India, it, it, it is rooted in a very, very specific cultural context. And because India is so diverse, I was not sure if like different parts of the country would really relate. But fortunately, you know, people relate in their own ways, because while the rituals and the traditions may vary, the, the feeling, the holistic, you know, the, the feeling of it remains the same. So I, I think
0: that is how people related to it, mm.
1: yeah.
0: Cool. Well, congratulations again, and thank, thank, you. thank you again to everyone uh, for talking to us today. Before we break up, does anyone have any questions for the panel today? It's a quieter space, so I think we can <laughs> pull it off a little easier. Yes. Okay. Um, I have a question for Somna. So yeah, that's okay. You can call
1: me Som, that's easier, I guess. Okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any projects do you
1: think you try and make another? I I am actually yeah so I wanted this festival circuit to like continue for a while like I wanted to travel hop from one place to the other but I like right after Stuttgart I, I'll have to fly back and start scripting the next idea because I the way I see it in India it's like you know if you um, like death of a father has done well so people are interested in me if I take too much time you know it'll be like out of sight out of mind people you know i'll have to like five years later i'll have to tell them oh death of a father i did that five <laughs> years back and they're like dude we've moved on <laughs> yeah so i just want to capitalize on the fact that you know it's still there like people know it so but do you have a video already or are you trying to like i i have the story in place more or less but i have to st- script it yet
0: yeah any other questions Yes? Can I
2: just say thank you to all filmmakers, apart from the ones who are from
0: Cardiff. Um, <laughs> 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 for making the effort to, to come to Cardiff It means a lot to us to have you all here. And it makes such a difference for me as filmmakers. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> the pleasure, of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks again, everyone. Thank you. Wonderful stuff, and thanks again to all the filmmakers we've heard from in this Minnesota series for being involved and sharing the insight into their process with us. To keep tabs on their work, be sure to add their sites to your bookmarks, sophieduttonstories.com, jakeharveyanimation.com, annaisabouts.com, that's A-N-N-A-E-I-J-S-B-O-U-T-S, and net slash somnathpal. And the Cardiff Animation website, cardiffanimation.com, is your first port of call for their regular screenings, meetups, and hopefully a second edition of the Cardiff Animation Festival. Given what a brilliant success this first one was, it would be ridiculous if it didn't continue. I have to say, it was an honour to be involved, and I'm in awe of the whole team, so kudos. For our regular streams of delicious content, be sure to keep checking out squiggly.com, or on Twitter at squiggly, Facebook.com slash squiggly magazine and at squiggly animation on Instagram. I've been Ben Mitchell. You've been whoever you are, I'm sure it's someone lovely or at least tolerable. Until we meet again or ever, happy anime.